0: Hey, welcome into second episode of Open Mics with Marcus Oland. I'm your host, Marcus Oland, aka Beard Von Marcus, talking about fucking open mics, man. Last night sucked. Last night sucked so much fucking ass. Like I don't even know where to start. I'm gonna start with the end, because the end was the worst part. I lost my shit on a heckler. Um is at the New Way Bar open mics. Talked about it in the last episode, it's classic open mic. Bunch of people go up, shitty dive bar Monday night. I went up around one o'clock in the morning, and there was this uh, woman, um, if you want to call her a woman, she was twenty one, so wasn't really. I don't know if that's a woman, but it was it was a fucking female up front, and she was just fucking. She was heckling me and I lost my cool. It wasn't good. I didn't handle it well. I didn't I wasn't professional about it at all. But I was just already in a shitty mood and then she's talking through my whole set and not like talking to her friends where it's just annoying. She's like continue every little thing, everything I say, she has a comment for it. Every little thing as if it's a conversation between me and her. And I'm just losing my shit and I'm trying, right? I'm trying to make Something funny happened. I'm trying to, you know, roast her a little bit, which I did. And it's like, it's not like I got no laughs, but it wasn't a good set. And she just fucking kept going relentlessly, man. And I lost my shit on her. I just fucking cussed her out. When I got off stage, I fucking cussed her out a little bit more. And then she tried to come up and apologize. And I cussed her out again. Again, I was not professional about it at all. Um, And then she went out and smoked a cigarette, came back inside and like, tried to give me a more sincere apology, which I guess I did accept. And I was just like, I was just in such a fucking shitty mood, man. And she just set me over the edge, but that's what happens. You got to be able to handle a heckler. And I didn't last night. I fucking totally didn't handle it well. Um, And yeah, it was just shitty, man. And I, I feel bad about the way that I handled it. I feel bad about that. I didn't make the situation better. Like, as a comedian, you can always t- turn something shitty, funny, maybe not always, but you should at least try to. And like, man, I was fucking trying. I really was, but I, it just wasn't happening. And that's the other thing, man, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to move past stuff. So that's what I've been trying to do today is just move past that shit. Just say, fuck it. You know, it just, it happened. It was what it was. I lost my shit on this, on this uh, lady, on this fucking lady, man. I just fucking Dude, I lost it so bad. I was just calling her every every word that you're not supposed to call a woman. I was calling her that. And uh yeah, I wasn't even drunk. I was like zero percent drunk. I was just I was I guess a little high, but not even that high, man. That maybe that was the problem. I just didn't smoke enough weed yesterday. I don't know. And then my weed pen, my fucking my weed pen had broke like right before I went up on stage. The cartridge broke. The pen itself is fine but well it's not because the the bottom of the cartridge broke off from the top now the bottom is stuck in the cart or or the bottom of the cartridge is stuck in the pen I can't unscrew it and get it out and the top of the pen is fucked luckily I was able to do some chemistry shit and get all that oil out put it into another cartridge so it's not like I lost all the weed or whatever but yeah that made me fucking (laughs) mad I was just like god damn it this fucking pen broke Then I went up there already not in a good mood, and then this bitch just fucking keeps talking, and I was just losing it, man. So I did about eight minutes of terrible comedy, bad crowd work, just – and I think – and this is not the first time it's happened to me. It's probably the second, like, distinguishable time that I can remember where I let a heckler get to me and just piss me off to where I was just ranting, yelling at them. Like I wasn't like, I was just yelling at them. I was mad and yelling at the person, which last time I did that, it was a dude in a wheelchair who just insisted on, hey, hey, make a joke about me. Hey, 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 make the whole set about me. Hey, 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 me, me, me. And I was just like, dude, the show is not about you. And this, this, uh, this chick last night was kind of doing the same thing where she just really wanted to be the center of attention of the set. And I was just like, why, why do you have to chime in? And and the way she was chiming in, too, was what was pissing me off. It was just very fucking annoying, the way she was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're wearing a Michigan shirt. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to fucking. <sighs> so, yeah, that's open mics, man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's fucking shitty like that. But, yeah, man, it's the second time that I can really remember that I let the heckler get to me and then I lost it on them, which isn't like that. You're not supposed to do that. This because, because it's not funny to the rest of the crowd. It can be, I've seen it work from other comedians. Um, but generally like you, you don't want to just go off on someone like that. I saw Donnell Rollins do that at the comedy store in LA last month. And it was hilarious. It was so fucking, he just lost his shit on these ladies, but he did it. I, I, th- in a more controlled manner. Like it may have, if you watched it, you may not have said, oh, that's very controlled. But as a comedian, now that I think back on how he did it, how he went off on those women at that show, particularly like he knew, he knew what he was doing. And I'm not Danelle Rollins. He's a fucking, I don't know how long he's been doing it, but at least four times, if not five to six times longer than me, like I, I'll be at four years in a couple of weeks. And I, I bet he's, at at least 20, if not 25, 30, I don't, I don't know. Um, but that's like a professionalism thing and I didn't handle it professionally. And that's, I think that's what I'm most upset about. Not that like she got to me or that I lost it on her or this, that I think I was just disappointed that I didn't handle it more professionally that I didn't, you know, and, and that's the, that's the tricky thing about an open mic. You know, when you're at an open mic, you don't have to be professional. It's not a requirement. It's an open mic, but it is an opportunity for you to practice being professional, right? And I, I, you know, I strive to be a professional comedian. Um, And, you know, I I got, I have professional gigs, you know, I'm not booked every day, every weekend doing professional gigs, but I I do get booked on them. And part of the reason that I feel that I do is when I'm in those settings, I handle myself professionally. Uh, Most open mics, I try to handle myself professionally, um, and that's, people see that, but last night I didn't, and I just fucking lost it. I lost my shit on this lady. And I think that's, I'm just so disappointed in myself for how I handled it. I was just like, man. And I just left. Like, I just fucking, I got the fuck out of there. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm fucking, I'm already mad. It's two in the morning. Um, or like, it was like one forty maybe I went up after one. Actually, I'm trying to think what time I actually went up. Uh, Do I have my phone with me? I can maybe see what time I went up last night. Um, Let me see. Let me see. What time did this fucking shit happen? It was just so late. 122. 122 in the morning. I had done eight minutes, and I fucking lost my shit. I haven't listened to the set yet. I don't know. I got to get fucked up to listen to that. I don't want to listen to that right now. And then the other thing is I did a, a... Show I did before that was at Baker's Keyboard Lounge which I also talked about on the last podcast. You know, it's it's one of the hardest open mics. It's not even really an open mic, but it's one of the hardest shows to do in Detroit in in Michigan really. Um and I went up last. I was the last comic on that show. Um And by that point, I would say about half the crowd had already left, and the people that were still there were, you know, had gotten their checks, were really ready to go. I went up after the headliner, which is also a hard thing to do. Not making excuses, but that's just what it was. And, I, I, you know, I was able to get one, (laughs) one laugh out of it. I got one laugh in six minutes, which is shitty as fuck, but I was able to get it. I did do a little bit of, like, my crowd work in that set worked a little better than the first one. But also at the set at Baker's, I didn't have someone, like, directly battling me and that's like if you if you listen to the first episode the fucking my worst set ever was in at bakers and it was when i got into a specific argument with one person right and i think the biggest thing is you can't let one person get to you because the as soon as the audience realizes that it's now you versus this one person man you can lose it real quick and i'm not saying like lose your temper i'm saying like you can lose the attention of the audience you can just lose any momentum positive that you had in that set you'll just it'll fucking go down the shitter and um that's I that's something I've noticed in my almost four years of doing this is like when you get into it it was just one person like that it just doesn't go well man so yeah that was last night Last, last night was fucking shitty man it just sucked it just really really sucked and um I'm not I'm not going to blame anyone but myself for it because um even at Bakers like I I know I could have performed better. I could have done better. Um even though it was at the end after the headliner and half the crowd was gone and the crowd that was there was tired. All those things it, it don't matter because I still could have done better. I could have made more out of it. I you know and and the one thing I'm not disappointed in my Baker set because I did try. I gave it I gave it a good effort. Um and I didn't let it get to me, but at new way the the second of the two mics where the one girl was or where the one lady was uh was heckling me that's the one where I just didn't handle it the way I should have and uh you know i when I was driving home yesterday, I was like when I say yesterday, this fucking morning like last night this morning, it was two in the morning, I was just i was I was pissed, I was trying to figure out okay, well, what the fuck went wrong um you know, how do I how do I get this anger out? Because when you're angry, you're angry, right? There is no quick fix for being angry. You're just fucking pissed. And you have to find a way to deal with that anger. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to, um, I'm a big smoker. So I was like, all right, I, I guess I can smoke. But I was driving and I just didn't feel like smoking and driving and doing all that shit right now. Like, I was just pissed. I wanted to get the fuck home and be done with it. And be done with the with the day. Basically, I wanted to go to sleep, and I did get a pretty good night of sleep. I slept in. Um, I didn't have to work this morning, so that was cool. I didn't really have to do anything today, which was cool. But what I did instead was I tried to harness that energy positively. Like you know, I know I'm pissed, so let me try and let me try and use this energy to do something positive. So I, I wrote a bunch today. I, I outlined a script that I'm working on for uh, for a sitcom. I'm trying to write a pilot episode for that. Um, I ate healthy. I woke up this morning and was like, fuck it, dude. Let's just go get McDonald's breakfast and be a fat piece of shit all day. That's what I was thinking. That was the initial thought this morning. I was like, let's get donuts. Let's get, let's get McMuffins or fucking whatever. The, I, I don't know what I would have gotten if I would have gotten McDonald's breakfast. Maybe some McGriddles, but those are, dude, McGriddles are expensive as shit, man. One McGriddle, if you just want a McGriddle, it's like almost four bucks. It's three eighty nine, dollars I think, for a McGriddle. A McGriddle. Which, I, I mean, if you had a McGriddle, they're fucking good. But shit, man. So I don't know what I would have gotten. But I said fuck that. I wanted to be the fat ass who had the donuts and this and then that. <laughs> and I, instead, I, uh, I woke up fucking noon. Woke up around noon. But made myself some turkey, bacon, and eggs. Healthy, you know. Had some coffee. Still got some coffee. Ooh, look at this. I got some hazelnut coffee. Mmm. It's fucking it's not hot shit. Nothing worse than lukewarm coffee. <laughs> just like fuck. Oh, I gotta go refill that man. But uh, yeah, I had some coffee, had some uh, had some good breakfast, some eggs, like I said, turkey, bacon and eggs, a little avocado. Just kept it healthy, you know. And I did that was the other thing. Like I worked out yesterday. I went to the gym, I had a really good workout, I did 30 minutes of cardio. And normally for me, like if I get a good workout in, man, I feel great. I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to go have a good set tonight. And even if it doesn't go great, it's like I got something out of it and this, that, and the other thing. But I don't know, man, because I had a productive ass day yesterday. I woke up. I worked on a project on a fucking, I'm building a, i am building I have a minivan and I'm building a, um, like a bed frame that folds up into like a little um, foot rest area. So you can, you know, it's a little convertible thing. I don't fucking know how to describe it using words, which is, (laughs) I should be better at describing shit using words, but whatever, fuck that. I was, it was, it was just like a Home Depot type project. You know, I got some particle board, I got some two by tens or whatever the fuck and some, some L hinges and just, I I put in some work on that shit yesterday and I made, you know, I got the hinges on there and i fit it in my van and it, and it all works it all fits it all it, it, all the mechanisms work it's really just one mechanism but it works so now i just need to to cut down the mattress i have a foam mattress that i'm going to cut down to size so it fits in there and everything so um i did that yesterday i had i did good shit yesterday man i fucking worked out and i did that and then i still had the shitty night that i had and today, though, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, man? I'm not gonna let that drag me down. Um, i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm gonna do some shit today. So, like I said, you know, I just got done writing an outline for a pilot episode. And uh, I've never written a script, really, like a straight up script script with the uh, with the format and everything. So um, I hit up my friend uh, Kevin Johnson. hopefully he can uh, or you say he said he can help me. I know he's written scripts before. That's why I reached out to him because I know he has experience doing it, so he actually just texted me back. Um, so I gotta send him over that uh, that outline. And uh yeah, I mean, it's it's really just like trying to channel that that energy. oh shit, I just burp fuck. <laughs> channel that energy positively man that's that's the biggest thing because you know if you let one bad set or one heckler stay in your mind too long dude like and there's this dude in LA man I me and my buddy anew uh this is the night I met my buddy anew actually he we were at a show at the ice house and uh there was this other comic who had he went up I think first or second and he had a heckler who wasn't like anywhere near what I was dealing with last night but just a drunk heckler right drunk heckler happens right and i remember i saw this dude two or three weeks later and he he was still hung up about how that heckler fucked up his set and then his set there didn't go as well and he's like you know talking he was still like three weeks later he was hung up on this fucking heckler so i'm trying to get over this shit asap rocky because i don't have time for that nobody has time for that and i remember red grant gave me some great advice one time i was at punchline in, in uh in southfield and he was like, as a comedian, you have to be like a boxer in terms of, you got to be able to take it on the chin and keep fighting. You know, you got to be able to take shots to the, to the dome. You got to be able to take those shots, not give up and keep fucking going. And, you know, that's some advice that stuck with me. Um, that's some advice that I try to give to other comics as well, especially if you had a bad set. Although after a bad set, it's hard to talk to anybody, man. Is you got it. You got to get over it. You know, that's the biggest thing. You got to take that shot, get over it and keep fucking punching, man. So, um, like tonight I'm not booked on anything tonight. I got a show on Thursday at Novi at the lucky strike in Novi with Frank G and Melvin Bender. If you want to come check that one out, free admission there. It's gonna be a really cool show. Um, hopefully this gets published before then. And, uh, I, I, but uh, you know, tonight I don't have shit. But I'm gonna go ahead and open mic. I'm gonna go get on the stage. I'm gonna go throw some punches, uh, not physically, but I'm I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna fucking do some shit. Um, hopefully, get some laughs. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure where I'm going yet tonight, but um, I'm definitely gonna get on stage. Because that's the thing, man. It's like if you want to do comedy. You got to treat it like an Olympic athlete, like an Olympic athlete. If you're a skier or something, or you're a, you're a distance runner or whatever you do, if you're an athlete at that level, you're doing that almost every day. And even if you're not physically running, like if you're a runner, you're not running that day, you're doing something related to running. Maybe it's even just recovery, right? So if like, if you are a comic and you're not going on stage tonight, you should be writing at least. Do some fucking writing, write a couple jokes, write five jokes, right? Something like that. And, you know, push yourself to try and do something comedic that day. Um, for me, I I love getting on stage. I think it's important to get on stage as much as possible. Um, this Because that's really the only way you get better, you know? not not Nobody's George Carlin where they can just write an hour and go and perform it. You can't fucking do that. You probably, most people can't even do that with five minutes. So um, it's important to get up there get up and do it a lot. So I'm going to make sure I fucking do that tonight. Um, and then, yeah, this weekend uh, I'm planning to go to Chicago. Like I said, if I am I, trying to get that bed built in the back of my car. So um, turn my van into a camper van, uh, hit Chicago this weekend. Uh, I'm going to try to be there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, hit some shows, hit some mics, um, hit up some people I know there. And then uh, next week, the 28th of September, I'll be in Clinton Township. Um, so uh, you know, if you want to come out to that show, I can't remember the name of the bar. I apologize. It's somewhere on Grashit. I'll post about it if you follow me, at Beard Von Marcus on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then the 29th of September, they're doing a uh, a one-year anniversary like a birthday show for Kool-Aid, uh, who he was a Detroit legend, uh comedian, Def Jam comedy, Comic View, um, who's got jokes. He's he was a fucking hilarious guy. He ran Baker's uh for five plus years or something like that. He he was the guy who ran Baker's Keyboard Lounge, the comedy. He didn't run the whole place, but he would host the the comedy show, and people would come out just to see him because he was the funniest dude in Detroit, hands down, no questions, man. He he would tour with Lil Duval and shit. He was dope, um, and he he gave me a lot of good advice as a comic, um, and. You know, one of the things that I remember, Shawnee D, who's a Detroit comedian, she's a killer. She was on stage at Baker's and she was just murdering. Right. And I was supposed to go up next. And Kool-Aid comes up to me. He's like, still want to go next? Like, you want to follow her? And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. He's like, that's what I like to hear, man. He's just like, yeah, man, you should you should not that you're going to be able to follow anyone, but you should try to follow whoever. Like you should challenge yourself to try and follow whoever. And the other thing that that Kool Aid would do is he would drop in on shows and just go up. Like he would be like, "Hey, can you put me up right before the headliner, or put me up before this person, or whatever," just so he could murder the crowd so hard that whoever went up after had to raise their level just a little bit more. So he was all about pushing people to be better, to do better. Um, and so I, I appreciate that, and he gave me a lot of opportunities at Baker's and and other spots. So I, you know, I appreciate him. My point with all of this is there's a a benefit show for him September 29th at the uh, Detroit shipping company in uh, midtown Detroit. So I'm going to try to make, uh, make sure I can be out there for that. Um, Tons, tons of comics are going to be there. Tons of Detroit legends are going to be there. Um, Comics from all over the country. So that's going to be a really cool show. It's free. So it's a free show. Um it's not an open mic but uh it's 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 a really cool venue. I've performed there a couple times and uh it's just really cool that they're doing this show. So um that's September 29th. I'm going to make sure I'm there. Um other dates I'm trying to plug. Give me a second. Oh yeah. Um October 2nd in Port Huron and uh, at Lynch's and then October 11th in Lapeer. Um, so those are some upcoming dates. Got some November dates too. Um, got got some in Indiana and uh, uh, Waterford and, and shit like that. And then I'm gonna I'm aiming to be back in LA uh, in December January. So that's my goal right now. Like I said, trying to convert that convert that fucking uh, oh trying to convert that van into a camper van, man. Because that ah, it's so much cheaper than rent, dude. Rent is crazy rent is crazy, especially in LA, but fucking anywhere, man, you got to pay that rent every month, man. So I'm going to try to do the living in the car thing, man. Really going to try to do it. I did it a little bit in LA, but I just did not have the right kind of car when I was out there. I, I had a Kia Soul too small. Um, but I got my minivan here. I'm about to, I'm about to outfit it, pimp it out, you know, um, get it looking good and, uh, keep grinding. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, last week, couple. Let's, let's round up what we did last week. Um, I did the town pump in downtown Detroit. That's a Wednesday night, Mike. That's a really cool show. Brett Mercer hosts that, runs that. Really fun. I did. Uh, I was at the Independent Comedy Club. I was the drunk drinker, the drinker or whatever for their uh, shit show open mic. And then I did a uh, a blacked out twenty minute set. Apparently, I don't remember any of it. Uh, it was not good. I <laughs> heard it was a bad set. I had a really, I did a, sh- uh, a ten-minute set at the main show they did earlier that night. and I was already drunk as fuck because I went to go see Ron White last weekend. I got some free tickets to see Ron White. Shout out to Cody Kaleber for getting me those tickets. Saw Ron White. I was wasted, right? Because I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go see Ron White at the Fillmore. I'm gonna get drunk. So I got drunk as fuck. And then I went to the Independent Comedy Club after the show just to, just cuz that's where my girlfriend was at she was on the show um and i needed i needed to ride home <laughs> she had the car so i was like all right well got to go there anyway and uh they put me on the main show they gave me a 10 minute set i was drunk as fuck and i had a good set i had a good 10 minute set and uh then i was the host of the open mic where you know the host of the open mic sits on the side of the stage drinks and heckles the other comedians, and I was so fucking drunk. And then at the end of that, you're supposed to go up and do, you know, a drunk set, but I had already done a drunk set, so this was now a blacked out drunk set, and it was fucking bad. So, um, I apologized to anyone who was there. I don't know what the fuck I said, but it was probably terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So last week, last week was interesting too, man. It was just, you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta get out there and do the comedy thing, man. That's why this is called open mics, because open mics are the key. It's the gym, man. I remember I, I saw JD the Smile Hustler last night, one of my OGs in comedy, and I remember he was one of the first people who uh, told me like, "This is the gym. An open mic is the gym. We come here, we put up shots. That's what we do. This is the gym." Um, and I take that, I take that to heart, man. I'm like, dude, you got to be a gym rat in comedy if you want to, if you want to be a strong comedian. And by that, I don't mean like you're loud or you're, uh, you have physical comedy. I just mean you're good. Like you can you can handle yourself. You can handle a heckler, even though I didn't do that shit well last night. But <laughs> you can you can you can go up there. You can do your time. You can be professional. You can handle different audiences, different crowds, different situations. A strong comedian, um, you need to go to the gym a lot. So you need to hit the open mics. Um, so if you're listening to this, go hit some fucking open mics. Go find a mic go online, no matter where the fuck you are, there's an open mic most likely uh, within a couple hours of you, so find some open mics this week, go hit them, I'm gonna do that shit too, thank you very much for listening, if you did, uh, fucking subscribe, I got this shit on Spotify, I'm trying to get it on iTunes and all that other shit, um, yeah, at Beard Von Marcus, if you want to follow me, Marcus with a K, Beard, B-E-A-R-D, V-O-N Marcus with the K, like I said, man. All right. Uh that's been open mics. Go hit some.